Welcome to the Jet Setting Family Travel Podcast. I'm Jess. And I'm Rod. And And today we're going to talk to you about our old home city of Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs has been on our mind, or particularly on my mind, because we've been spending, I think, the last couple of years being in places that are more close to the beach than to the mountains. That's my fault. (laughs) I love the beach and it just so happened that our dream community was on the beach, but Rod loves the mountains and loved that when we lived in Colorado, he got out to hike a lot. And I feel like I didn't realize just how cool of a city jam packed with family activities there are until we left. It was one of those, like the grass is always greener, but Colorado Springs is the perfect place for a family vacation because there are so many cool and unique things to do in the city itself that kids find exciting. That's not like a trampoline park or a top golf. They have all of that, but the activities we're going to share are just cool and unique to Colorado Springs. And I think that's what makes it super fun for families. Yeah. And it was really cool. I mean, our company, the Jet Setting Family, was basically born in Colorado. And the really the full year before we set off on our uh, world travels, we were taking the time to test out our own travels throughout Colorado Springs and throughout the state of Colorado. So, and I would say that's when I realized how cool it was. I remember... We never took advantage of all the cool things in our city until that year where we were like, oh, let's test out the jet sitting family, like Rod said. And then by the time it was time to leave, I was like, we live in this epic place. Like, why didn't we do this before? (laughs) But there are a lot of cool things. And so we'll go down the list and kind of share some of those with you and kind of what age groups they're for. Because some things are for a little bit older kids than others. Some are for younger, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... One of the things that our kids have always loved, I wouldn't say it's the most kid-friendly thing in Colorado Springs, but we always enjoyed it as a family outing, was to go to Garden of the Gods. Garden of the Gods is scenic. It's beautiful. You can choose to drive it. But our kids actually loved climbing on the rocks, going into the little crevices. It's really hard to describe what Garden of the Gods is without showing a picture, but I'll try to put it in perspective. It is this, it's this gorgeous... It's called Garden of the Gods, but there are these rock formations that are throughout this huge park. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Colorado Springs is mountainy, right? But these rock formations really do just stand out as you're driving around and you're in that part of the city. So a lot of things to do there. I think the first thing to know is make sure that you allot time for parking. There's a visitor center right outside of the park that has a big parking lot where you can park and then you'd have to walk maybe 10, 15 minutes to the main area of Garden of the Gods. Or if you want to drive into the park, there's smaller parking lots situated throughout this loop, but those parking spaces are typically going to be taken. So you might be spending some time waiting for somebody to leave, or you can drop off part of the family while you go around and look for a parking spot. So I think that's the first thing to know. The next thing is there's a lot of different trails that you can visit. There's a lot of the natural rock formations where some are small, where the kids can jump in and around, and some there's rock climbers that are up doing rock climbing there. So it's really cool to just walk around, see what's going on. You can bring a lunch, have a picnic. Definitely plan a picnic. It's a beautiful spot for a picnic. 
Yeah, or family pictures. We've done plenty of family pictures. A lot of family photos. You'll see a lot of photographers there. And right next to it is a place called Rock Ledge Ranch. I kind of group them into two, into one, because they're in the same vicinity. Um, But Rock Ledge Ranch is fun, especially if you have younger kiddos who like animals, because you'll see animals at Rock Ledge Ranch. They can kind of run around. It's a great place for a picnic, Um, but it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Both really great places for to spend an afternoon or to take photos or just to go and walk outside and see nature. So I'll jump from there to something. Still, yeah, on the nature side, should we uh, keep going with the natural sites and activities that there is to do there? Sure. So number two, we have Pikes Peak. Pikes Peak is a 14,000 foot mountain around the Colorado Springs area. And it's really cool because there's a couple of different ways that you can get to it. The first one is by driving. So you can drive all the way up to the summit and there's a couple of places that you can stop by. You see a lot of different things like you'll see forests and little lagoons. And as you keep getting higher and higher, you'll see less and less trees and it becomes more rocky. And when you're at the top, you can totally feel like just the the lack of oxygen in the area. It's a lot colder up there. But but there's a little visitor center there with a shop, with a restaurant. So it's a great way to just spend the whole day making the drive up, stopping along the way. Another way that you can get to it is to take the Pikes Peak Cog Railway. So that one is a couple of hour round trip journey that takes you up to the summit as well. So that has its own scenic views. You don't have to worry about driving. And we haven't particularly done it because I think the last time we were trying to do it, it was down for maintenance. But from what we hear, it's back up and running and we've heard great things about it. So make sure to check out the Pikes Peak Cog Railway as a part of that too. And it's interesting because I have seen on many sites and I still find it hard to believe because it's not a ski destination, but they say Pikes Peak is the most visited mountain in North America. And I've seen that on like various things and it's the second (laughs) most visited in the world behind Mount Fuji, which I find very random, but I've, I've seen it on many sites. So yeah, it just seems like the most visited mountain would be like a ski mountain. Ski mountains. yeah. Yeah. Or... Mount Rainier in Washington. Oh, well, we'll see. But yeah, we've been to it. So it's a fun day trip, I would say, that you can spend the whole day just going out there exploring and seeing the scenic views of Colorado Springs and kind of greater Colorado from there. If you want something a little bit more just focused on kids, there's a really cool place, especially for younger kids. I would recommend this activity for say probably seven or eight and younger would be a place called the North Pole. And the North Pole is a really cool amusement park. It kind of reminds me of like old school carnivals that came through town, but this one's (laughs) stuck around. So it's always there year round. And at the North Pole, it's where Christmas lives year round. Santa's always there. His reindeer is always there. The whole amusement park is set up as if it was a Christmas village And they have certain days of the year where if you wear pajamas, like Christmas PJs, you get like half off. And it just has some really fun rides for the younger kids. There's a giant slide. They have a lot of the rides that kind of go in a circle, like we're in an airplane and it goes up and down in a circle. Um, 
There's a cool like slide, si- uh, sorry, silo slide where I think you use like a little corn bag <laughs> to go right. down and around the silo. So that one's pretty cool. There was a magician show there. They have shows every now and then. You can take a little train ride around the park. So it's it's really fun. I don't I wouldn't particularly say that the rides are thrilling but by any means. There is one kids. I think that spins around pretty fast maybe one of them would be considered a thrill ride but the rest of them are yeah kitty rides perfect for young kids i our kids when nora was two and three she loved going there and i think what i love about it is it's not we have never gone where it's packed and we've gone multiple multiple times and it always feels like the kids don't have to wait long for a ride they can kind of hop ride to ride and they can always go tell santa their christmas list even in june And so it's a really unique park, but it reminds me of like old school charm. It's what I pictured theme parks would have been in like in the 60s, maybe. But I think it's awesome if you have young, young kids. If you have older kids, I would say eight and up. There's an amazing place called Cave of the Winds. Now, Cave of the Winds to us was a family favorite spot. It is really cool. For the whole family, any kids of any age, you can go on a 45-minute cave tour, and it is beautiful to walk through the caves. You go in with a guide. They teach the kids about stalactites and all the different ecosystems going on in the caves, and it's super educational, and our kids loved it. But they also have huge thrill rides there, everything from a batapult, which is a 1,200-foot thrill ride, to... This insane ride called the pterodactyl, you have to be 48 inches to ride it, but this ride is insane. It's crazy. It's scary. Rod and I did it, but it's essentially a seat that's, it's not really bungee jumping, but it falls like into this Yeah, into like this gorge gorge. canyon. Uh, Super, it's super scary at first because you're sitting in this seat. And essentially, you're at the edge of this cliff, and at a certain point, the seat starts to rotate down. So all you see is just like the cliff and the downward area and the ravine below it. And then you get released, and it's basically like a huge swing where you're swinging off of this canyon. And yeah, that's a super thrilling ride. We've done it once and there's other things for the kids. That Batapult is, I think, is also for younger kids. They have the Windwalker Challenge. It's like a giant ropes course. Yeah, they have Um, a ropes course outside. They have like a little spelunking, I guess I would call it a like a simulator. It's just like a wooden play structure where the kids can crawl around and experience what it was like for people to be spelunking in caves and like little crevices and stuff. They also have panning for gemstones. So, I mean, there's a little something for everyone. I know when we went before Nora was tall enough for some of the rides, it was a little harder because Santi would get to ride him and she wouldn't. Mm -hmm. So there'd be frustration. But even if you just went for a coffee at their little cafe and to see the caves, the views from Cave of the Winds in themselves are beautiful. It's in a gorgeous area. It's right outside like the city, so it's super close to get to. And I would definitely, definitely recommend it if you're in Colorado Springs. I think there and like the North Pole are unique to Colorado Springs. They're not places you're going to see anywhere else. And so they're run really high on my list of places to go. Yeah, and one of the cool things about those caves is the cave, the interior of the caves themselves stay at a certain temperature naturally year-round. And I think it's like 70-some degrees 
in there. So no matter whether it's hot in the summer or freezing in the winter, those caves are going to stay in like these mid 70s kind of temperatures. So it's super nice, fun tours. They have also lantern tours that you can go on there. And I think in Halloween, they're probably going to do some scary ones too. So just, yeah, take a look at their schedule. They always have special events going on over there. Such a good time. For another unique Colorado Springs activity, there's this is, I guess, just slightly outside of Colorado Springs, but I'm talking minutes, so I would yeah. consider it the city, <laughs> are the Manitou Cliff Dwellings. And those are, it's a more of a natural, it's more of the Garden of the Gods. There's not actual attractions or rides, but our kids really loved exploring it as well. The Manitou cannot say that word. <laughs> the Manitou cliff dwellings are made up of the Anasazi ruins dating back like 800 to 1,000 years old. And they originally were located near Mesa Verde um, and Dolores, like towards the Colorado border. And they relocated the cliff dwellings and that started in 1904 to 1907. And now they're open to the public. And so it kind of shows you how they used to live way back in the day. There's just these natural caves, but our kids enjoyed crawling through them and climbing through them and kind of just getting to see that it's another great place for a picnic. And from there, I would recommend if you stop at the Manitou Cliff Dwellings, you enjoy your time there and then you head actually into the city of Manitou. Manitou Springs. Yep. Springs. And and Manitou Springs, they have like the famous Penny Arcade and it's just this cool place for the kids to go ride and check out like pinball machines and different games from like the 60s and 70s. And it's super cheap. The kids have a lot of fun. And then Manitou Springs itself, like I said, is like five minutes from what would be the Colorado Springs line. Yeah, so it's yeah, right it's just there. down Highway 24 west of Colorado Springs. Manitou Springs is a really charming uh, town, I would say. There's really one main street. There's a couple of bed and breakfasts there, but there's restaurants. You get nice scenic views of the area outside Colorado Springs. One of the cooler things, and this this one, I'm going to give out the recommendation, but also know that it's a very strenuous, I would say, hike. But just outside of Manitou Springs is something called the Manitou Incline. And the Manitou Incline is these like just steps, steps up for a mile. I think you're climbing like thousands of feet. And at the end of it, you get this amazing view of Manitou Springs in the area. But it's a pretty difficult hike, I would say. You'll see some people are just like avid incline goers and they'll be running up to the top, coming back down, running back up again. As Once you get up there, there is like a three mile trail that kind of winds through the forest and back down to the entrance that you can do since they don't, I don't think they really recommend going back down the steps because of traffic reasons. But the incline has gotten so popular now that you do have to make reservations. So go ahead and check that out and see if that's something that your family would be interested in doing. I'd say recommend Kids that are older, I'd say eight plus. If you take your time, you take breaks and have plenty of liquids and water to cool off, then you should be able to get that done. I think between 45 minutes and an hour to get to the top of the incline and then another hour, maybe if you're hiking down that three mile trail back to the entrance. Another cool spot in Colorado Springs, it's not too, too far from there, would be the Broadmoor. The Broadmoor is an enormous hotel. It is famous throughout, I guess, the world. And it is beautiful. 
It's just so scenic and so beautiful. It's this hotel with the mountains in the background. There's this huge lake. They have gorgeous flowers. And it is a great place to go and just get the kids. If you're in there in the winter, you can um, park and get them a hot chocolate and walk around and see like the decorations and the lights. They have like indoor bowling if you wanted to do that. They have, if you stay there, they have an incredible pool and just different amenities. But even if you don't stay there just to enjoy the architecture, we used to like to take our kids for hot chocolate in the winter and to walk around and just appreciate all of its beauty. Because it is a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous hotel that is, yeah. I don't know. Just outside the Broadmoor, too, there's a place called the Golden Bee. It's a place we loved going to. There's live piano music and like sing-alongs that you have there. The it's more food of a bar. Good. It's more of a bar. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, that place is, is cool. It's right at the entrance, basically, to the Broadmoor. So really close by. You can make it a day trip. Also close by to the Broadmoor is the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo. Cheyenne Mountain Zoo is a more unique zoo because it's basically on the side of the mountain of the Cheyenne Mountain. And getting there, it's, it's pretty cool. You're going on these like winding little roads. But once you're there, you're essentially on the side of a cliff and all of the exhibits are, you know, it's you're going to be walking uphill, downhill and around. And you get quite a bit of a workout if you go through the whole trail and all the exhibits there. But I'd say the more unique one there is the giraffe exhibit where you can pay, I think it's like $3 to get some lettuce that you can feed the giraffes. And that was the kids' highlight, their absolute highlight every time we went. It's like, oh, can we keep feeding the giraffes? Because they come up to you and, you know, they got the slimy long tongues and, you know, that's super safe. But the kids are like, whoa, this giraffe is just totally trying to eat all my lettuce. (laughs) We used to be lucky that we lived real close to the zoo. So it was like a weekly outing for us when we lived there. And it was just nice because the kids got to see the same animals and some of like the lions back then had cubs so to watch them grow and so as a special place in our heart but like rod said it is really high up i actually struggled when i was pregnant to walk it it's mm-hmm. like 6800 feet above sea level and you're right. walking around the zoo that has hills but it's beautiful and it's probably one of the most visually scenic zoos i've ever been mm-hmm. to as far as the views from up top mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's beautiful. They do have seasonal events that we love. I think in Halloween time, they have Boo at the Zoo, where you can go dressed up in your Halloween costumes and get candies and things like that. During the holidays, they have the Electric Safari, where they decorate the exhibits with a bunch of lights. So as you're walking around, everything is lit up very beautifully. So yeah, lots of cool events at the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo. I think that's still one of our favorite zoos that we've been to in, in the whole world. So Highly, highly recommended. Another place that not a lot of people know about, and it's called Focus on the Family. This is a church. And I know it's weird to say I recommend going to a church. But within Focus of the Family, they have this really cool kids center and it's free. And I was kind of nervous when we first decided to go check this out, that it would be like this big church pitch. And I have probably gone 12 times and I have never been approached or hassled or bothered by anyone trying to get me to join the church, affiliate with the church. It's really just a cool place for kids to go hang out. They have like a really cool toddler room specific for toddlers. They have a like a theater room where you can put on costumes and do like your own little theater. They have a giant slide 
that goes down multiple stories for some of the older kids. They have like a plane the kids can climb through. Focus on the Family has a lot of really cool things. It is great for like a snowy day or a rainy day because it's all indoors and it's free to get in. So it's no cost. And it was a place just we used to go a lot because it was. It was convenient for bad weather days and it yep. was free. And our kids always had a good time. At Focus on the Family, they also have like an ice cream shop there, right, where the kids can play like a coffee shop. So you can grab an ice cream or a coffee while your kids run around. And it's just a a little unknown gem of Colorado Springs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And in terms of more known gems, so Colorado Springs is the headquarters location for the U.S. Olympic Committee. So there there is an Olympic training center where you can take a tour. And we found this to be really cool because you can book a tour. You go and you see these elite training facilities for a couple of the different Olympic sports. And depending on the time of the year or the year that you're visiting, you might see actual Olympic athletes that are training there. They have like dorms where the athletes go and live and they have their like week long camps where they're going and they're getting all their training in. So I forgot which athletes that we saw when we were there, but we essentially got to watch a practice session for for one of those teams. So it's really cool to see. That one is close to downtown Colorado Springs. There's a couple of other baseball stadiums and fields that you can come visit. I think it's they used to be called something else now, but now they're called the Rocky Mountain Vibes. That's like the minor league baseball team. So that one is fun to go catch a game in the afternoon, get some like two dollar hot dogs or I don't know what the price will be nowadays. But it's a fun little outing that we did when when the kids were younger. I think in terms of other things, I'd say maybe toss out the Air Force Academy. So the Air Force Academy is one of the national service academies there. You can go in through a visitor center and get a specific tour of the facility there. It's really cool. You can see some of the cadets doing their military training. So that's something that I would recommend. The chapel is super visually striking. I know they've been in the middle of a like multi-year renovation for the chapel itself. Looks like a big like triangular building or pyramid. Not really a pyramid but like a long triangle so it's a, it's a really cool structure hopefully it's completed by the time that you want to visit but that's something that i would recommend too especially if you have older kids who might be interested in rotc or just military life in general it's mm-hmm. a great great way to see what an, a military academy would look like and to be able to go and meet people who work there or have been students there and ask them questions rod actually was a professor there Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so we used to go a lot. And it's really cool if you're there during an Air Force Academy game. That's really cool. Yeah, the football games are a big deal there. So you can see the football stadium from the interstate highway that runs north and south through Colorado Springs. They have a bunch of flyovers there. There's a lot of pilot training activities that they do with gliders there. So you'll always see airplanes up in the air, up and around the academy. So that's a, yeah, that's a really cool place. Very unique to Colorado Springs too. And my last one will be, and I should have put this next to the Broadmoor because it's right next to the Broadmoor. It's a beautiful, beautiful hike. If your families love hiking, it's called the Seven Falls Hike. Yeah. And we actually only have done the hike twice because I feel like we found about out about it like Towards right end, before yeah. we left. And it was absolutely beautiful. You get to uh, walk along these nicely done trails. You get to see waterfalls along the way. And it's just if you're more of an outdoor hike 
person. It's a very easy trail, but still very scenic to do with young kids. Yep. Is that one the one that also had the elevator? Uh, it's like a you go into the mountain, you take an elevator up, and then you get to see the falls from the top. That might be the one. I uh, could be wrong. I'll have to double check after this. But I do remember Seven Falls being able to have a cool lookout view from uh, the top and seeing the the waterfalls there. So that's something to check on. But yeah, I think in a nutshell, Colorado Springs has so much variety with outdoor activities, particularly hiking. They have a really good sports set of programs there for like minor league types of teams. The academy is always awesome to visit and the theme parks there like the North Pole are and the Cave of the Winds are are awesome uh, to be able to take the kids to. So they also have the first hotel we ever collaborated with. The Great Wolf Lodge. <laughs> the Great Wolf Lodge started in 2017. We were there for the opening. And yeah, it's it's always um, fun to go there, have that indoor water park. So we do recommend the Great Wolf Lodge if that's uh, yeah. another activity that you want to plan. So I hope that this gives you an insight of Colorado Springs. I honestly think it's an incredibly, credibly, credibly kid-friendly, family-friendly city. There's some really just cool Things to do there that are a mix of outdoorsy with some excitement and thrill. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of cool breweries. Rod and I are really big beer fans, but we don't talk about that (laughs) as much because this is a family podcast. But (laughs) if you're into microbreweries and different beers, there's tons of cool ones there. If you go and that interests you, you can message us on Instagram. We're happy to give you a list of awesome breweries to check out. Yeah. And if you have any questions about Colorado Springs or Colorado in general, then reach out to us. You can find us on email. Hello at the jet setting family.com on Instagram at the jet setting family. So it's always an honor uh, to be able to share some of the places that we love. So if you're planning a trip, we hope that these uh, recommendations help. I think in the future, we also want to do more of a broader things to do in Colorado type of episode. And I mean, yeah, Colorado is a beautiful, beautiful, state one of our favorites and we do love going back and seeing those mountain views now that we're closer to beaches so (laughs) with that thank you once again and until next time happy Happy jet jet setting. setting